All right. And welcome to this special episode of Real Estate Fight Club. This is a series called What Would You Do? where we discuss professional standards committee and ethics violations with me. There you go. Today <laughs> is Rachel Real from Rachel Real Real Estate in Chicago. Hey, Rachel. Good morning, Jen. How are you? I mean, you know, we're going to talk about commissions today. And right. it's, it's timely. It's appropriate. It's, I love you know, talking com- about commission. commission compression is coming. So we, this is the perfect place and opportunity to talk about this particular scenario. Yeah. So give us, uh, tell us what's going on. So today we're going to talk about article 16 as it relates to commissions. So article 16 standard of practice 16-616 says realtors acting as sub agents or buyer tenant representatives or brokers shall not use the terms of an offer to purchase or lease to attempt to modify the listing broker's offer of compensation to that agent, nor make the submission of an executed offer, excuse me, to purchase or lease contingent on the listing broker's agreement to modify the offer of compensation. This happens a giant sentence way too much. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So we're going to talk about when is commission negotiable between a listing broker and a selling broker And when is it not? So the question is, is there's a home in the MLS that I think my buyer client would love, but the commission being offered by the listing broker is lower than I want to be paid. In fact, it's so low that it won't cover the time or effort I put into representing the buyer throughout the transaction. I want to do the right thing. What can I do? (laughs) Buyer agreement. Agreement. I feel like we should have a, a, you know, the old skit on SNL with Molly Shannon and I can't remember the other lady's name where they do like the, the radio show and they, they talk just like that buyer agreement. We need it. We need a segment just on buyer agreements. I'm going to send it to you. I agree. I agree. Where we just talk about that. So I think this is one of those scenarios where clearly a buyer agency agreement is necessary. I mean, they're necessary in every scenario really. Um, but this, this answers the question in, in 27 different ways right there. Right. So if this was you, what would you do? So I'm going to ask you this first. What would you well, do we if actually, you were this agent? We actually did a podcast on this. Um, yes. Okay. So let me just go back. So the context is that the code of ethics, whatever dash, you know, letter B over the <laughs> 16, whatever, dash 16. Whatever, <laughs> says that it can't be, it can't be part of the negotiation of the contract. Right. So when you, when you have a buyer, uh, client that puts like an offer on the house and they, this list, the seller comes back and says, well, if you reduce your commission to this, then you, um, can, then the buyer can have, have it right. Like that. Right. can't. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a funky line. So standard of practice three dash three authorizes listing brokers and cooperating brokers to come to an agreement to change cooperative compensation. Okay. And that can happen. That can happen before a property is shown after showing, or even after an offer is compensated or accepted. What that you sucks do, because you are showing it. Under, I, I, agree. Like, I agree. If I go to work, yeah. If you hire me right. and we're say, okay, right. here's the work I'm going to do. Here's the compensation. And then I'm like, done with the work and you're gonna be like right well can we renegotiate your contract well yeah my my answer is gonna be hell no it's gonna be <laughs> no know? but like then, right. then you're like well i'm not gonna then we're not gonna do the then i'm not gonna pay you or whatever which is crazy right. although, well although you can't say we're not gonna pay you it just says this gives you our standard of practice 3-3 gives you the ability to say yes it's okay to do that doesn't mean you have to do it 
doesn't mean that you're going to do it. It just says, yes, you're allowed to renegotiate. Yeah, but how many so people- both parties are on the same side and on the same page. Okay. So for instance, for instance, you get an offer together. You got, you got two people that are $2,000 apart, let's just say for rough numbers, right? Neither party is asking the other party to renegotiate their commission. Okay. But both parties say, hey, you know what? I'm willing to throw $1,000 into this. Now, don't freak out because we're not talking about- I'm, doing I'm about say, to this freak is out. You're going to freak out, right? But no, this is for an example purpose. Both parties say, hey, you know what? I'll agree to drop my commission by you know, X percent or $1,000, whatever it might be, in order to get this to come together. And, and between the two agents, they agree that, yeah, we're willing to do that. Nobody's saying, my offer is contingent upon you only doing this. And if you don't do it, we're going to walk. These are two people saying, yes, we agree that we will do that in the interest of keeping the contract together. Now, is it something I'm going to do? Something you're going to do? Probably Fuck not. that. Don't do Fuck it. No. Look, if you're going to walk away <laughs> but from this is a, a- This is a good example of just oh, of, two, of the code allowing two people to do that. Okay. So they're just saying you can't hold one person over the other and say, I'm going to cancel this unless you pay me this. Yeah, and that happens. Do. So they do. It happens in the scenario you just read. And by the way, if people want to read it, I will drop it in jennifermertlandcom slash vault under a folder for this episode. But in this example, the buyer wants to see a property where the commission right. that's being offered by the seller is less than the buyer agent's commission. I think if, if you have, like in our case, we will have a buyer's agreement and it will say that, and it will cover, we will have talked about this. You so then talk, I'll, right. The, 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 the buyer agency agreement fixes everything here because yeah. you can go back to that and go, Hey, you know what? I know this property is offering X, but in our buyer agency agreement here, we discuss the fact that I work for Y. So in order for me to move forward and show you this property, assuming that you might like it and write an offer on it in order for me to be paid what we agree that I would be paid. There's a difference of, of Z here. There's a difference. So and there's a couple have, of ways you can handle that. Well, there's a couple no. of ways you can handle it, right? right? Absolutely. Um, okay. If you don't have a buyer agreement, I mean, I think you've got just quit. Yeah. Just no, quit. <laughs> <laughs> you're so just, mean. Just I know I'm, I'm, I'm in a mood today. I think you have to have the conversation, right? With the buyer. Um, You can still fix it, but I think you're pretty, I mean, I also think that, you know, you're obligated to show it. And if they, you are hundred percent obligated to show it, you're working as a fiduciary for your client and you're looking out for your client's best interests. And if this property that offers Y instead of X for cooperative compensation is something that is a good fit for your client and they want to see it, you have to show it to them. So yeah, I think if, it's just a hard lesson to learn. Right. If it's a minuscule difference, have I gone after a buyer and said, Hey, this only, I, I have a shortage of $350 here between the two. Are you going to pay that? No, I, I have not done that. I mean, if it was a huge significant difference, then maybe that would be a different story, but I have not gone after a client and said, you know what? They're only offering to pay X. I haven't done that. Yeah. Now I have buyer agency agreements in place that would allow me to do that. Right. You can always have the option not to, if you don't want to, but absolutely. But at least you have that in writing and you've had the conversation with your client on the front end before you've looked at houses. Right. So that you know what that means. Exactly. So, so those are your couple of answers. Um, You can renegotiate that compensation. If you call that agent and say, Hey, you know what? You're offering X. I typically work for Y. Um, I would like to know if your, your seller would you know, would agree to increase that compensation for me to continue to work, you know, and show your home. If the seller says no, then the agents can work together and say, okay, well, maybe I'll give you X or whatever it might be. 
There's nothing that says they can't do that. Okay. Yeah. Total BS. <laughs> I knew you'd love it. Right. <laughs> is this a good time it. to take a break? This is the perfect time to take All right. a break. Um, I want to tell you about two of our favorite marketing partners. One, of course, is Monica Weekly's ghost poster. And so what she does, this is free, um, especially for our Real Estate Fight Club listeners. They go to ghostposter.com, spelled G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R, no E.com. Enter in um, Fight Club. It's free. She sends you something to post every day. So, you know, you're supposed to be posting. You don't do it. This will help you do it. You can literally copy and paste it. Um, and also my number one marketing tool right now is pipeline pro tools. So they are a marketing engine. They create ads, um, ads for me that I place for free on Craigslist and Facebook. And you can go and get a demo to see how many of those you would need to place in order to get the amount of uh, deals and transactions you want. You go to pipelineprotools.com slash fight club, get a demo. They will give you my playbook for free, regardless if you use their service or not. All right, Rachel. So (laughs) what do you think? What happened? Well, I think so. So you, you, a, you need a freaking buyer's agreement. Let's just yes. start with that buyer's agreement. You yes. need one. Get it. Buyer's have it. Agreement. Learn it. Love it. Right. Talk about it. The whole point of this is to not have a a purchase offer or a contract held hostage by one agent over another when there's a disagreement with that. Yeah. So that is the whole point of this. Again, it, it, the the articles allow you to negotiate that if you choose. You don't have to. It doesn't mean that you need to. It's not requiring you to. It's just saying we're not going to prohibit you from engaging in, in negotiating your commissions. You just can't use that leverage from one over the other to hold that hostage. Say, hey, you know what? I know we wrote this offer. I yeah, know but we the problem contract, is you're only going to pay me X. So you know what? Now I'm going to cancel it. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. No, yeah. but okay. And if so it does, there's going to be probably some repercussions to that. But the problem is, is that the let's say the seller is the one that's like holding it hostage, right? They're not bound by the code of ethics. The agent's no, like, not. I told them they can't do that. They're doing it anyway. Who's doing what? The the sellers. The sellers like we're not going to. Well, take- the, well, think about it. The seller in their listing agreement already arranged for that cooperative, that whole compensation. They right. said, I'm listing my property with you listing broker, and this is what I'm going to pay you. Okay. And then in your listing agreement, and I would assume maybe yours is probably similar in your listing agreement, it's got, here's the whole, the whole compensation we're paying you. Right. And here's how it's broken down between the two sides. Yes. And then so they're going to say, I, I changed my mind or, or they're going to, here's what has happened before. They'll be like, well, I can't, um, I can't pay the commission we agreed on because this offer is too low. Then I literally right. say, it's not a problem. Let's go find another buyer. Right. We find another buyer. And that's it's it. up to you personally, if you want to take that opportunity then to renegotiate your commission with your seller. But in my opinion, if you are sitting in a listing appointment with your seller, you're going over all of this and you're providing them with a net sheet, there should be no surprise. And that shouldn't be a conversation that you're going to be having later. Right. It's just because based on the offers them. that they get, right? Like how many right. sellers like list their house, like, well, not right now today, but right. I know. And in, in a normal point, market, <laughs> they'll list their house overpriced and right. then they'll be mad when they get an offer based on 
what you said that the market was more likely to produce an offer at X, right? Well, and, get and that that's offer. where I, right. And that's where, I mean, call me crazy, but I do net sheets at several different price points and I have them initial them. Here's the net sheet that I did at this price point, this price point and your price point. So that no matter what, I have record of the fact that we just, we talked about this. We talked right. about this price point that you might not be happy about, but right. here's what it is. Here's what you're going to walk away with at the brokerage fee that we've agreed to on the listing agreement. Right. And you've initialed the fact that you've seen it, you recognize that we talked about it. Well, and quite frankly, they don't have to accept an offer. Like they, they just, don't. they don't have no. to. Now, no, but that's where it comes into screening your clients to make sure that they're serious about selling. Because if we have a candid conversation and I say, your property is worth this, this is what I expected to sell for, but you think it's going to be 30,000 higher. And then we get to a point where we get an offer based on the price range where I think we're supposed to be or right where the sweet spot is. And you decide not to sell. I probably as a listing agent want to know that long before we get to that point. Yeah. So you as if we a see an offer agent, at this price, right. Well, are yeah. you going to just say no and walk away? Because if you are, I don't think I might be, might not be the right fit for you because I don't right. want to do all this work and then just for go you to eh, just eh, walk away. To change my mind. Right. Right. So right. like, I think that brings to a point is that like you as the listing agent, you don't have to take every listing, like no, just because somebody wants don't. to list with you, you can just decide that they're, they're probably not a good fit if they want absolutely to list it too high, or if they have some unreasonable, you know, expectations of absolutely. occupancy or like whatever it is. Right. Right. If you feel like, Hey, you know what you're giving me, you're giving me a Chevy Cavalier to sell but you want a Lexus price on it. I mean, what I, color just, is like, the not, Cavalier? <laughs> it's purple. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. They have Lambo doors. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean though? You're, you're, yeah. there's, a, there's a market appropriate price for everything. And if you're asking me to sell a, a, a Cavalier, a Corolla, whatever it is, at the price of a Lexus, as much as I would love to do that for you, I don't think not I happening. can. Yeah, it's agreed. just not going to happen. So I don't want to set the expectation that, hey, maybe it'll happen yeah. when in fact it probably isn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, so net sheets, I'll go ahead and put our net sheet in the vault also. So jennifermertland.com slash vault. Do you want to add yours? The one you use? The one I use is actually through a local title company. So Chicago oh. title okay. has an app that's wonderful. If anybody's in the Chicago market, uh, nice. Chicago title app is wonderful. You plug everything in, you can save your defaults for whatever your brokerage fees nice. are. You can select, it drops it down by city, state, county, transfer oh, taxes, good. the whole kit and caboodle. So they're very nice. You can email it, scan it, send it, text it right from your phone, which is great too. So if you're sitting in a in an appointment with a seller and they go, well, what am I going to make if I get an offer at this? Let me enter five fields yeah. and I can text it to you right now. So yeah, a lot of a lot of title companies are doing that now. Yes. So it's yeah. good. Well, yeah. Rachel, if um, you have any final thoughts. Don't hold people hostage with your negotiations <laughs> of commissions. It's the only Just way saying. to get what you want, Rachel. Right. I, yeah, and it's it's not the right way just going to say it. <laughs> it's not the right way. Well, if people have a referral for you in Chicago or um, they have a question for you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Best way to reach me is by cell phone at 630-542-8688 or via email at rreal at dealwithreal.com. Awesome. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Jen. Bye.